when I hadn't seen this movie, but now I have. So I have been <laughs> waiting, pining <laughs> to talk to you about this movie. Yes. When I watched it with Helen, came out of the theater, got in the car, and I went, huh. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, I'm really looking forward to talking with Todd about this movie <laughs> when I get to. Yeah. This movie, I had no idea that it was even a thing until about two weeks before it came out when we were sitting at Moe's and Ryan Smith mentioned, a friend of ours mentioned uh, the movie. Yeah. He asked if you had seen the trailer for yeah. it. Uh, and you had because you're always up to speed on movies. And so I checked it out and I was like, what a cool idea. Yeah, great concept. Like, yeah, I loved the concept. Yeah. Like, these are the kinds of movies that I'm like, dang it, I wish I had thought of that. Yeah. Because it's just such a fun, unique idea. You want to kind of say what the idea is for yes. people who, who don't know? Yes. So, yeah, the co simple concept is in the trailer, you see this washed up, uh, failed. He's not washed up. He hasn't even, like, started. Yeah, that's true. You're right. He's he's a failed amateur musician. A struggling. Struggling. Yeah. Yeah, for a long time, struggling musician. He was, he was you know, uh, impressively good as yeah. a kid. And then he had to compete against people who were even better than him yeah. uh, in his adult life. And he just can never get off the ground. Yeah. Was always playing at small bars. Mm -hmm. and, and at the beginning, they show a little montage of him going and playing all these different places. And basically, nobody cares about his music. Uh, and then he's on his way home from a concert or from a band, like a music festival that he's always wanted to play at. Yeah. And he, it was like nobody was there but like three or four kids. Yeah. Uh, and they were eating like their lunch, so they weren't even really paying attention. Yeah. Um, and it's basically just like, man, it's like always wanting to go to the Oscars and then realizing that you're actually just there to be the usher. Yeah. And he's just like, forget it. I'm done. Yeah. It's not even like the Oscars. It's more of like, well, <laughs> it's like a, the well, Atlanta Film Festival. Yeah, that's true. But it's something that he's really excited <laughs> yeah, about. He's yeah, always yeah. wanted to perform there. Yeah. And, uh, and basically it's like, he's always, 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 always wanted to perform there. And yeah. then he realizes that, like, at that festival, he realizes how much he sucks. Yeah. And nobody cares about his music. And so then on his way home, he's riding his bike, and all the power goes off across the entire globe. Yeah. And when the power comes back on, he gets hit by a bus. Ooh. And when he wakes up, still alive somehow from getting hit by a bus, he his discovers. Yeah, his two teeth are gone. His two front teeth are gone. So he yeah. looks like a freak. That's right. <laughs> According to everyone in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he discovers that he has woken up in a world where the Beatles yeah. never existed. Well, he says something to the love interest. Says like 64 or something. This is coming. Okay. I'm going to give you my background real quick. I don't know much about the Beatles. I have not like even listened to it. So there were references that he's saying and like. Lily James, the love interest, she is like, what? And I'm like, And that's what? you? <laughs> yeah, I actually turned to Allie. I was like, is this a reference? <laughs> so she's the guy, and you're the love interest. Yeah, exactly. Allie's woke up this morning in a world where you did not know who the Beatles She would were. nail it. She'd be world famous. And so, I would say, you can't love me and be famous. That's right. <laughs> so he wakes up, and he's the only one, supposedly, yeah. in the trailer and in the poster, mm -hmm. it says this line, he's the only one who knows the Beatles or remembers the Beatles. Yeah. Even though that's not true. Not true. In the movie, there's two other people, which is a stupid plot line. 
Don't understand why it's in there. Anyways, uh, nonetheless, so he wakes up to a world yeah. where the Beatles didn't ever <laughs> exist, and uh, the guys who are in the Beatles, John Lennon, Paul McCartney, all yeah. those guys, they're they're they exist, but they just never got together. Yeah. to become the Beatles. Yeah, and so then he goes and takes all the songs from the Beatles that he can remember, starts recording them, and becomes world famous pretty much overnight. Yeah. Due to the fact that the Beatles' music is amazing, yeah, that is the premise of the movie. Yeah, and then of course, what happens after that is, yeah, what you are watching for. Yeah. Now, with all of our movies, obviously, movie reviews, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a lot about this movie. Yeah, so if you plan on seeing it, hit pause, go watch it, come back, yeah. and you'll probably agree with most of what we talk about, <laughs> unless you're a Beatles fan. So I uh, think this is I I said this to Ali. This is Beatles fan fiction. So I am a Beatles fan. Are you like a hardcore Beatles? But fan? I'm not a fanatic. Like wearing the the suits and dancing on a rooftop with well, a Russian. <laughs> no. But I mean, that's a whole nother level of fan. <laughs> so uh, with with a lot of our movie reviews, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was not actually <laughs> just to say whether I liked it or didn't like it. Uh, or to rate it yeah. zero out of ten, or two thumbs up, or any of the other stuff. Uh, I more was like, this was a great concept, yeah. a movie that I legitimately, like I just said, was like, man, I wish I had thought of that. Danny what a Boyle clever directed idea. it. Yeah, Richard Curtis wrote it, who did uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral and About Time. Yeah, and which is About Time is one of our favorite it movies. Is one of the so best good. Movies Once again. One of those movies that when I watched it, I was like, God, I wish I had thought of this. So good. What a clever, yeah. simple idea. Yeah. Like, it's simplicity and it's cleverness, which no, most of the time don't go together. Yeah. We're so perfectly done in harmony that you're like, this is this is just amazing. Genius. Like, those kind of movies is why I continue to think I want to make movies and even why sometimes, like, dramas appeal to me. Yeah. You know, it's because of movies like About Time. So I was super excited by the writer. Love the idea. Danny Boyle. Not like a hardcore fan, but I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, so I went into this movie thinking this is at least going to be a seven or an eight. Yeah. And I would say it's probably like a five at best. I mean, it's 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is what I would put it at. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I would say it. There's there's good elements in it, and there's enjoyable elements to it. And, like, even looking back as it's kind of, like, digested over time, I'm like, I, I think I'd probably watch it again. Like, you know, just if it was on Netflix or something. Just to kind of see some moments. Does that mean I think it's a good movie? Yeah. And yeah, so I no. think what, uh, what I was interested in talking about on the podcast, off the podcast, didn't matter. Yeah. I just was like, when I got in the car, I was like, I look forward to talking about this with Todd because I knew you were the one that were also, you were also excited about it and seemed like you were going to go see it. Um, there was, there is a version of this movie yeah, or a version of this script. I think you could potentially even, maybe you probably need to change the script, but there's even a version of the movie of the current footage if you cut some of the stuff out, yeah, that would make this movie a seven or an eight. Yeah, I agree. But with the right script, if you rewrote the script a little bit, not a lot. Like yeah. if you change like twenty percent of the script, the third act mainly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's, and that's why I was curious to talk to you about it because I feel like this would be a good conversation about how you make sure you don't screw over. Yeah. A good idea, yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Um. Uh. 
there's a version of this movie that's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I'm like, so knowing that that was the potential, what did they do wrong that we could avoid in our own movies to not lose four points of success on Rotten Tomato, 40% yeah. on Rotten Tomato by writing a, by adding elements into the script that take away from the story or obviously the final footage that takes away from the story. Yeah. So the point of this movie, you know, with every movie there needs to be like your message, what you want to get across. And I really honestly think the the filmmaker and, you know, Richard Curtis and, and Danny Boyle, they were not out to make a good movie. They were out to praise the Beatles. And I think that's where the downfall happens. You know, you need to have a cohesive good movie. But for the sacrifice of, like, worshipping the Beatles and showing that the Beatles are the best thing, they kind of sacrifice the leak character. They sacrifice the plot. They sacrifice kind of everything in the name of, we got the Beatles out there. Beatles is, a world without the Beatles is not a world worth living. You know, that's kind of like the central message. That's what one lady says. Yeah, and I mean, so you say that's the theme. Yeah, that is the theme. Like if you if you look back and see how it all comes out, the character's story doesn't pan out. Doesn't matter. Like it shows. Yeah, he gets famous and all that stuff, but he doesn't even end up liking being famous. He doesn't enjoy the 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 whole thing that he wanted, which is like cool and stuff. But then that makes him going back to Lily James. Spoiler right now, just spoiling the whole movie. He, he leaves all the fame, and he goes back to Lily James. But that doesn't make that decision, like, weighty. If because that's the actual theme of the movie, that's a horrible thing. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that is what happens. So and to I make it better. And I could see that as the theme. Yeah, exactly. But I hope that's not the case. I would rather it be that they just executed a better theme poorly than they chose a bad theme to begin with. I, I think that's what it was, because this is go back to your answer. How do we make it better? We don't go with that theme. Yeah. We go with yeah. it's about this guy's story, about how he always wanted to be famous. That's always what he wanted to do. He gets this chance. It's really hard. He really enjoys it, loves the fame, loves like the opportunity to sing. Like That's his passion. That's the love. But ultimately, what he comes to realize is that his true passion, his true love is like it's Lily James. It's, it's his actual love. And so he makes the hard decision to to leave that fame because ultimately where he will really, really love and be with and what he really wants is her. And so but the problem is he doesn't enjoy fame. He yeah. do, he doesn't enjoy any of it in the movie. All he does it is to get the Beatles out there. Because that's the whole thing with that the the plot with the two people with the yellow well, submarine is they're like Thanks for yeah. having the Beatles. But out even there. even that because he originally initially I would I would say that yes subconsciously he does not enjoy it and at the very end he realizes from a conversation with John Lennon that he doesn't actually enjoy fame and what he really wants to do is just settle down and have a life and have a wife and have some kids and just be a normal dude and you know like John Lennon says mm -hmm. like why should you be sorry I've got to the Mar yeah. live with or be married to the love of my life raise kids i have to have a great life which you know? he was like a horrible human being in real life john lou was but well maybe in this 
universe where the Beatles he doesn't beat his children yeah yeah the fame doesn't ruin him so um (laughs) and he's not assassinated obviously that's the big thing Uh, that that was for me i need that assassination (laughs) (laughs) that was that was a tick good good (laughs) um and they basically learned from John Lennon yeah. that he should, that like there's more to life than being famous. And that's when he comes to realize, like, I don't even like this. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And then he has the conversation with the yellow submarine yeah. people and tells, and they tell him, you know, like, the world without the Beatles isn't worth living in. And so then he gives away all of his music for free yeah. and goes back to being a music teacher he at a school. Tells all these people that John Lennon yeah. and Paul McCartney all that. So I agree that theme is the biggest problem here. Yeah. Um, it'd be great if we could get Johnny Danny Boyle here and on the podcast. Danny, if you're listening, join <laughs> us because I want to know if that's your actual theme for this yeah. movie. If the theme, I don't know if that's Danny's. I think it's Richard Curtis's theme. Well, either one. Yeah. One of them needs to be here to tell me. Um, but uh, if the theme, let's take change the theme to our theme which would be that um even the theme yeah that like fame and fortune like is hollow and having someone to love and someone to love you you know as as they say in moulin rouge the greatest thing is to love and be loved well i'm saying is don't make those hollow don't make fame hollow don't make it well no no i'm saying uh, that's the like if he leaves fame for her then we are saying she's more important than Fame. Right. Yeah. Which is what we're not getting from the movie. Right. You know, we're yeah. just, it's like fame is garbage and he never liked it. And it's like, no, it, there's no like weight to that sacrifice of him like leaving the fame, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, no matter what, if you're saying one thing's better than the other, then I'm right. maybe not hollow, but I'm saying, yeah. Like, we're, let's make the theme where it's like, hey, you know, don't sacrifice your love for fame and fortune, sacrifice fame and yeah. fortune for your love. Um, I think the thing that really bugged me about this movie, even with even with like the theme of the Beatles being worth it, I mean, just the way that the movie's at currently right now, is there was way too many plot lines going on. Right. Like the plot line of the these two other people, we keep calling the yellow submarine people because they show up at the end holding yellow submarines, which are like perfect renditions, by the way, of the yellow submarine. Which is like why in a that... world that does not exist, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> the um, there's one in Russia mm-hmm. and then one in like London, ironically in the same country that he's in. Yeah. Um, or no, she's down in. So uh, he goes to like uh, to where all the Beatles songs are, and yeah. that's where she sees him yeah, at the airport. At the airport. So she's down in the town. Yeah. Where the Beatles are so like originally recorded. What what town is that? Well, there's Penny Lane. No, but what, what town is the whole? Anyways, yeah. wherever there is, it's like South South England, I think. Um, and that whole plot line, yeah, is dumb. Yeah, I have no idea why that plot line's in there. That whole world is very strange because Coca Cola doesn't exist. You know, cigarettes yeah. don't exist. Like, there's little things that like you kind of well, find other out. bands didn't exist too. Not just the Beatles. Remember. Yeah. The what? Other bands didn't exist. Yeah, too. Oasis, yeah. Wonderwall doesn't exist, and all that stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was there was kind of this, you know, Richard Curtis does a good job. Harry that, Potter. Yeah, 
where like about time he does it really well where the time travel aspect is in it but not the main theme yeah you know where it is ultimately about love of all kinds yeah um i think that's where he kind of brought this in where it's the world without the beatles like this that that magical like outage is not the theme of it right um, but then he ruins it. But it's not even love. It's not even about love. It's the theme of it is about the Beatles. <laughs> um, so it's like, why have those other things disappear? Just have the Beatles disappear. Yeah, yeah. It to me like, it's like Jurassic World. <laughs> 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 There's things in Jurassic World, yeah, that ruin the movie. Yeah, that I'm like, these were easy fixes. Yeah, like if you just changed this, these five things, that movie would be so much better. Yeah, and not like. Oh, just like slightly better, like drastically better. Yeah, it would go from a seven to a ten. Yeah, you know, um, and same thing with this. Like, there is no reason for Coca Cola not to exist. Yeah, but they bring up the fact that Coca Cola doesn't exist like five times. I in think the movie. that was product placement, man. They had Pepsi like very clearly in that shot. Well, product placement doesn't do stories, so that exactly. might be why they did it. But I'm saying, how would we fix it? And we would fix it by getting money yeah. so we don't have just, to have product Just placement. live in the world where the Beatles don't exist. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then make the poster and the trailer actually be honest. Yeah. And make it to where these other two people who don't who remember the Beatles also not exist. Yeah. Like he needs to be the only person who knows that the Beatles existed. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nobody else needs to know. And the whole uh the whole sorry, get rid of that part. Mm-hmm. Then also the whole part of him constantly feeling guilty and worrying yeah. that somebody's going to catch him yeah. about the Beatles, that needs to go out the that window. That needs to go out the window. That, that is, was so distracting. yours. That is yours now. Yeah. The Beatles do not exist yeah. in this world. Yeah. 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 Um, and if you eliminate where it's like Coca-Cola doesn't exist, Harry Potter doesn't exist, Oasis doesn't exist, yeah. all these other things don't exist. If you have it to where only the Beatles don't exist, then there's not this like complex of like him feeling like he's stealing all these great ideas from all these yeah. different people. It's like he's just doing the Beatles. That's yeah. it. Those two things right there, if you eliminated those, I feel like it would even make the movie about how important the Beatles are to the world or how important yeah. she is to him or yeah. how fame wasn't what he actually wanted and she was what he wanted. That would immediately, I think, make the movie that much better yeah. if you just took that stuff out. Yeah. You could almost do that with the footage that's in the movie right now. Yeah. You could just re-edit it to where every time he mentions wanting a Coke and somebody's like, Coke? Yeah. What's Coke? You know. <laughs> I don't want a Pepsi. What's a what's a Coke? That's uh, in the movie. That's too long in the movie. It's too yeah. much of a like dialogue back and yeah. forth. <laughs> yeah. Then I think the other thing would be what you talked about, which is I do not I didn't like how much he hated being a musician. I hated that. You know. I hated that. Yeah. It was like okay. this is what he's always dreamed yeah. of. Yeah. Um and it just took away from the story. Yeah, yeah. He uh, there was no real sense of joy. You yeah, know? and that's the whole point of like the Beatles is that sense of joy, especially like how passionate he is about it. Yeah, like when he like every time he talks about the Beatles, and I think that's what also irked me. He talks about the Beatles like every person who likes the Beatles talks about the Beatles. But they're like, the Beatles are the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, when he sings yesterday, he's like, it's only the greatest song ever written. Yeah, and those girls are like bawling. And I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, that's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It, it's just, 
people aren't gonna, you know. Well, the only girl that's bawling is the girl that's in love with him. The other girl, the says, other girl too. The other, the, she, she was yeah, kind? yeah, she was like, wow, like she, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she does say it's not as good as Coldplay. Right, exactly. I agree with her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not exactly Coldplay. It's not fix you. Um, and those friends. Yeah. They are, like, in it yep. for, like, a couple seconds, and then you don't really see Yeah, it. and I would say, okay, so we're going to make it to where he actually likes being a musician. Yes. Like, you have, know, this have would real be like joy and excitement. I woke up tomorrow, and Spielberg had never yeah. existed. Yeah. So I can go make Jaws. Yeah. And I can go make Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And I go make them, and people love them. Yeah. And they're like, this is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because it's Jaws. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. I would love that. Uh-huh. I would not be like, oh, Shucks. Yeah. I'm making Jaws, <laughs> but I'm away from my family. Always looking over your shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And then other people are showing up with shark fins. Like, yeah. what? No. <laughs> like, part of what makes these kind of ideas fun is the idea that we can put ourselves into yeah. the character and say, it's like, what would you do if you won the lottery? Yeah. You know? And it's like, what would you do if you could come back? What could, would you do if tomorrow you could be the Beatles? Yeah. Well, if you're a Beatles fan or a musician... And you can be the one of the most famous, popular bands that's ever existed. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, and so then it needs to be amazing. Yeah, which is not what it was. You also mentioned the side characters. I think there was way too many funny people in this movie, that were not him. Yeah, like I love the girl from SNL, the manager, but she they needed to cast somebody else. Kate McKinnon is talented. But they did not know what tone they wanted that manager no. to be. Yeah. She was so cartoony and fake, and I'm just like, what is happening? Yeah. I don't know if I – it's it's not even that I hated her or, or liked her. She was nothing. She was inconsequential to me. Well, to me, she was just distracting from the story. They yeah. tried to make her into more of a character. So like, okay, I when, get you. And like you said, cartoony, like where she's like outright telling him that she doesn't care about him and he's just a paycheck to her. Like – no manager is going to actually say that to you. Yeah. Like they might say that when you're not listening. Yeah. They might say that when they don't know you're listening, but they're not going to say that to your face. Yeah. If you want her to like the manager of, uh, in, um, uh, uh, Lady Gaga and oh, yeah, star is born. Star yeah. is born. That manager, exact same yeah. philosophy of, I want to make money. Off of this girl. Yeah. This new singer who's going to make me a lot of money being yeah. her manager. Yeah. He freaking basically convinces her husband to commit suicide. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> Yeah, spoiler alert. But if, like, that, that is, like, a realistic yeah. approach. Like, it's, it's, they could have done that with the Lily James coming because, like, the fact that she, no, everyone in the world right now is talking about how hard it is to be a teacher. You know, that's the whole thing. Everyone's like, being a teacher is the most thankless job. There's a viral thing about this lady who quit being a teacher because she's like, it's really not even worth it at the end of the day. So you're telling me Lily James is not going to go be a girlfriend to the most famous singer in the world? Yeah. Because she's like, I have my job. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, screw yeah. you, kid. Yeah, because she's we his manager initially. Yeah. They went to school together. She saw him sing at a talent show. She's had a huge crush on him since yeah. then. They've never dated or done anything or, you know. 
And that's where you could have that uh, the moment is that she decides to go with him, and she's the one that doesn't like the pain. Yeah, you know, and he does, yeah. and so then that's where the right, choice right. is. Yeah. And then in the trailer, they show him singing a song on James Corden to a famous actor. That's right. And I was so excited about the fact that, yeah. and we even said that, like before we went and saw it. Uh, we were both like, it'll probably be exactly what we think it'll yeah. be. He'll fall in love with the actor, but he's not really in love with her. He's yeah. really in love with the girl that yeah. he grew up with, uh, you know, his best friend yeah. kind of thing that's been in the friend zone for way too long. Yeah. And he finds out that his true love has always been there with him the whole time and yeah. he didn't realize it. And I was like, I wanted that story. Yeah. I too. just wanted that yeah. story told by the guy who wrote About Time because <laughs> yeah. it would have been really good. It would have been great. That's exactly what happens in About Time. He yeah. has a girl that. You know, it's like the super hot girl that stays at their house during the summer. He yeah. thinks she's amazing, falls in love with her. Then he meets a, his actual wife later on. Then yeah. that girl comes back. He has a chance to have an affair with her. He knows he could go and have an affair with her and come back in time and not have had an affair. Yeah. And he chooses not to. Yeah. And instead goes to his wife because he's realized. Well, he, he goes and proposes. Oh, he goes yeah, and yeah. They're dating and yeah. she just likes to sleep. She's like an insomniac or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so then yeah, like, and it's like, and he does. Oh, I actually love her more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's yeah. like this beautiful moment. Yeah, right. That moment, and, and it's relatable because yeah. it's like we've all had crazy crushes. Yeah, and then you realize that like a crazy crush is just a fantasy. Yeah, but the person that you actually love is real and in front yeah. of you, and that's what you really want. Yeah, the real thing. Yeah, uh, like Coke. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, it would have been a beautiful, yeah. like, part of the story if he had done that. Yeah. Um. Well, and about time is so grounded it feels real yes. like you know, a, a yes. movie about uh time travel feels so real and and yes. crazy um which is awesome this movie felt like a fever dream <laughs> yes yes <laughs> which is what i thought yes. when we were talking about it i was like oh you know it'll probably be if i was in love with a different girl and find out yeah. you know and then finds out at the end that he wakes up because it was all a dream from the bus, bus yeah. accident yeah and so, i would have been fine if yeah. he had not woken up yeah and had still been famous yeah somehow and you know she i don't know i, I thought he was gonna play wonderwall i really thought uh, yeah. you know when he had her up and he's like i have a song for you and he plays wonderwall because they kept alluding to that yeah the first time he played wonderwall is when she like fell in love with him yeah and so they could have had it in this world where maybe she was manager and stuff and she's kind of fighting her feelings yeah uh and then he plays wonderwall because yeah. he realizes he's in love with her more than sh her pining for him and then that's when it like kind of clicks and yeah, we've been fun. And you could see. still have an agent yeah. who's still like all about business and is pushing him. You gotta yeah. go to this thing. You gotta go to yeah. this thing. You gotta go to this thing. And she's like, they're they're starting to stay connected, and but she's out of her zone completely because yeah. she used to just manage him when he was playing at festivals with yeah. three kids in the audience, and now all of a sudden there's millions of people listening to him. I think that version would have been great been and awesome. Him, and like and even like him recording the music and figuring it out. Like once again, it was always like. It was him almost pulling a like a trick over everybody, like, yeah. pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. It was like he couldn't remember the lyrics, so he puts up post-it notes and he's trying to remember them all, and he's like singing them to himself. And he goes to where the Beatles recorded them to try yeah. to like remember. And he's like walking around the church for uh, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, Eleanor Rigby. Mm -hmm. You know, and he's like trying to remember the lyrics. I'm like, screw all that. Get rid of all that <laughs> crap. Like what? That is takes away from that's the, the Beatles fan fiction right there. Yeah, but the, the another Beatles fan fiction could just be us living out our dream <laughs> of getting to be the Beatles. Yeah. That's the but ultimate. But that's what I'm saying is that the Beatles are like God. It would be sacrilegious to live out that dream of being God. 
you know? Yeah. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, no, that's why he says he even credits their names. Even though in this world, they don't exist. <laughs> you know, they don't, like, even, like, John Lennon would be like, I didn't write those songs. What are they guy talking yeah. about? Yeah, they do exist. They, they exist, but the they Beatles. have no, you yeah. know, they never made yeah. it. So, like, him being like, I didn't really make it. It's these lads, George and all that. Those yeah. guys be like, what? What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, and George s- is, like, working at, like, a, yeah, so like it, a shipping container. It'd be like, I didn't actually die for you since Jesus Christ, who doesn't exist in this world, died for you. <laughs> you know? and, and so, because, like, that's where they put the Beatles in this movie. It's like, it's just they're so godly and so incredible that just having their music in this world makes everything better. Which is bull crap. Like, that is not how things work. Yeah. And so, if they had lowered that expectation of the Beatles, and we got to live like the Beatles. They're not this sacrilegious. It's yeah. just the great music. Yeah. They're very famous. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's what so, it sounds like. It's- yeah. So, stripping away all these unnecessary storylines, yeah. get rid of the random friends who are trying to where they're in there to be funny probably to keep the movie entertaining when yeah. it's too busy and complicated get rid of the crazy weird manager and yeah. just make him a normal manager yeah. and more of a side character she was she was as prominent as the girlfriend was or the the love interest yeah. and she did not deserve not that much screen to. time yeah. it's like hey this is the only famous person we have in the movie yeah so let's put her in as much as possible um other than ed Sheeran, get rid of ed Sheeran. ed Sheeran. sharon Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Um, I heard an interview with Richard, and he was talking about how Ed is a great actor. I guess Ed wants to get into acting. Ed, baby, let me talk to you for a second. Don't get into acting, baby. Just, just sing. Just this. when when you do that little like Diddy song where they was like who write the best song. That was great. I wanted to hear more of that. I love your singing voice. Also, this new album with all these like rappers and stuff, get, get rid of that. Just go back to your old style. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's all I want. Baby, don't act. Just sing. Just, You're a songbird, not <laughs> exactly, a showbird. Exactly. <laughs> Unlike Mary Jane, you can't act and sing. <laughs> I knew you'd like that Lewis one. does not get the fact she wanted to be an actress in all the other movies. She's not a singer. Why is uh, she a this singer? This is a throwback to our... Uh, crossover episode for uh, Is It Good? Spider-Man 1 and 2, she wants to be an actor. Spider-Man 3, she's all of a sudden a Broadway singer and <laughs> goes to the <laughs> So uh, Ed Sheeran needs to go. Uh, yeah. uh, the Tonight Show or the the Late Show, James Corden. the James Corden Show, that was good. Yeah. I could stay in there. But once again, this weird dream where yeah. he's like, I have the two people who say they wrote these songs. God, get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. I want to just see him like- Just have pure joy. Yeah. I just yeah. We all want to see what it would be like to become an overnight success yeah. in our wildest dreams. Yeah. Like our wildest dreams becoming true. Yeah. Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. It's- all these things that you're saying get rid of, it's get rid of this Beatles sac, yeah, you know, like sure. worship. Yeah. And this Beatles like fan fiction that they have going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you could maybe not get rid of it, but you could lower it. Lower it. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have it in the good fan fiction sense of <laughs> yeah. like, we are these people. It's we could, amazing. We could yeah. be them. Yeah. Yeah. If we worked hard enough, we could be them. Yeah. Or if they just never existed and we had all their music, we could yeah. be them. Um, and there is even even a component of that where it's like he's trying to play their music initially and nobody's interested in it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, it was always me. Yeah. I ha- I'm like singing and playing to some of the most famous, best songs in the world. Yeah. 
and people still don't want to listen to it. So it's obviously me. Yeah. And I'm like, get rid of that crap. Yeah. Like the one of the best moments, and I'm like, I wish all of it was this. Mm-hmm. I wish the whole movie was this one scene, like of this, like of the level of this scene, is when he's playing. Uh, I think it's Hey Jude, maybe yeah. to his parents in their living room. It was uh, uh, Let It Be. Let It Be. Let It Be. Let it be. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing that Let It great. Be. And his parents are in there, and they're like, he's like, I got a new song. And they're like, oh, you're singing again? I thought you'd given that up. And he's like, no, 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 well, I have some that I want. And so he starts singing Let It Be, and then they, like, cut him off because they get a phone call. Yeah. And then they answer, they, like, hang up, and then he starts it again. Yeah. And then a friend, neighbor stops by for, mm-hmm. like, lunch, dinner, or whatever. And then they're, so then he, like, starts it again. And then the parents are like, could you just pick up where you left off? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, I need to start at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get like another phone call, yeah. and then it's or like they want to get a drink. Do you want a drink? You yeah. know, get yeah. And there. then he like at one point, then he like slams his hand <laughs> on the piano, and he's like, "I'm pr- like you're hearing <laughs> the best song ever." Yeah, like, it's like yeah. this is watching Michelangelo paint the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> Can you guys just let me play this song? Too? And his parents and like the friend are all like, "Whoa, what is going on?" <laughs> but like we, because yep. we also know that the yeah. Beatles exist, are like, "Yeah, you're hearing Let It Be for yeah. the first time. This yeah. is a big deal." Yeah. That is what I want the whole movie yeah, to be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. With the love interest part that we've talked about yeah. where, like, she's with him the whole time and they they just are missing each other, two boats passing at night of, yeah. like, not – they're, like, they keep almost having moments where their relationship could take off and it doesn't. And yeah. at the very end, it does. Here, here's here's my ideal situation for me. Yeah. We have the beginning. Love interest is supportive of him, but she's not in love with him. She like, and he has the crush. He has a knowledgeable crush of her, so he has always liked her. That's why like he's always hanging out with her and stuff. But you know, he's a scared little guy. Gets hit by a bus. You know, gets the knowledge of the Beatles. Totally excited to do this, and so he goes to fame. She's with him, kind of rising up, and he. That's when she is like, you know, this fame thing's not really for me. I support you. I'm gonna like peace, you know, or whatever kind of do thing. Then he has to woo her, a la, you know, like the the door, you know, yeah, opening the door, and he plays, and he plays like a Beatles song that he hasn't like recorded yet, and you know, kind of like a the maybe all roads lead yeah, the, to the you. road back to you, or yeah, road back to you. I mean, something really beautiful that like has like the classic. I want, I think, I want more of like kind of almost like the. Um, the classic rom-com trope a little bit more. Yeah. I think that's what our expectations was going in to be, I don't know, like a little more predictable, but fun and a little more grounded. Yeah. You know, and, and the joy and the excitement because this, this type of movie, the mindset is clearly to be like, we are along for the ride to watch this fun thing happen. Yeah. But it's never quite fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 the movie, yeah. the current version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, um, and I think some of that groundedness could be playing against that trope. Yeah, and have her. It also, definitely is. Yeah. Have her also enjoy the fame. Yeah, like like you were saying, like about time is a a movie about time travel that's not about time travel. Yeah, and this should be a movie about becoming hugely famous. Yeah, that's not about becoming hugely famous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and what starts it all is this fact that he's the only one that remembers the Beatles yeah but then like the movie should be about him becoming the Beatles yeah he becomes this one man Beatles yeah and then but then it could 
the story could be about their their relationship. Yeah. Just about how about time is really about love, about yeah. his relationship with his dad, his relationship with his wife, his relationship with his sister, and his relationship with his kids. Yeah. Like it's really a story about love. Yeah. Um, and if that was if it was that version where he he does become famous, he yeah. does become he keeps playing for forever. He becomes this huge star. Yeah. But then it's about how he and her. Yeah. Like their love relationship through all that. Because yeah. the point of about time is he eventually the the cinema message he learns from his dad. Great movie. Everyone should go see yeah, it. So, so good. good. Um, is that it's about enjoying the time you have right now. Yeah. You know, live every day like it's the first yeah. day living it, yeah. you know, uh, or, or the last day. It's, well, it's one of the kind of Well, so at the very end. Yeah. His dad tells yeah, him. His dad, his dad passes away. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. His dad also has the ability to time travel. He has the ability to time travel. Basically, like, all the men in the family have had the ability to time travel. Yeah. They just time travel in closets, yeah. which is amazing. I love that. That's that, like, so is the most unexciting time traveling, yeah. which is what plays against the trope of, like, big, huge machines yeah. and or cars that zip away and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, and so his dad gives him the advice, every day, live the day, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, time travel back to the morning and then redo the day the way that you wish you had yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And so he says he did that for like a year or two and eventually he just started living every day like living that. every day yeah. the way he always like living every day the way he wanted to live it to begin with. Yeah. You know, like and it shows a thing where it's like the first day he his first go of the day he you know he's running to appointments and runs past somebody. Yeah. He doesn't shake hands. He doesn't he's not friendly. He doesn't yeah. eat lunch with it's, his coworkers. It's 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 rough day is just kind of tiring yeah. and yeah and then he goes back it. and does it a second time yeah and it's like he He's takes little, his time yeah a little more goofy yeah he takes time to basically love others and yeah. slows down here's the music the from the guy in the subway and yeah. kind of dance along with him. yeah yeah and um and so then he basically learns like if i just eventually he's like i stopped going back in time and yeah. i just started i just lived the first day yeah the way i wanted to live the second time yeah. i did it yeah and it's like What's beautiful about that is then all of us have this realization of like, oh, we can all do we that. can all do that. Yeah. We don't need to time travel yeah. to live today at the best we can. Yeah. Uh, and there's a version of that, not that, like not that exact same message, but somewhat of that same theme. Yeah. That like almost like that could have been done in this movie. Yeah. You know whether it's like you don't need to be famous. To live a great life, yeah. well, or and, you don't yeah. need to be famous. You know the things that really mattered to him weren't his fame or yeah. his fortune. Yeah, but it was this love of his life. Yeah, and being able to like finally and and the fact that they're friends for a long time is right. great. And that can be tied into the music. Yeah, like that's the thing is that the at the heart of it, love and music kind of go on hand in hand. And so like the ability to play well and do those things yeah. is because he has that love in his life. Like about time, the, the ability to be able to enjoy each and every day is he has that love in his life. Yeah. So they could have intertwined that and it would yeah. have been a good homage to the Beatles as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, to be honest, why we all love music yeah. is because it enhances our life Yeah. and why we love music even specifically like the Beatles because yeah. it's music that enhances our life in, in certain moments, you know, like, you listen to Let It Be when things have been bad, and you're like, yeah, or yesterday when all yeah. my troubles, you know, like you listen to that if you broke up with somebody or something, you know. Yeah. You listen to Hey Jude when, you know, you're trying to talk to your friend Jude and you don't know what to say. Yeah. 
Well, <laughs> well, and yesterday is you know he, Paul McCartney wrote that about his mom dying, and wishing that he had yesterday be with her, and so you know we could have tied that into because the, the problem with yesterday the movie. Is that all the characters, side characters, are so one-dimensional. Yeah. It's insane. The dad, I love them, but he legitimately, all he cares about is food. That's yeah. all he cares about. And it's funny, but it's so one-dimensional. About time, you have, it's very subtle, but you have the sister who struggles with her identity, really, who she is. Yeah. And what she is, she's the fun one. She's the one that he loves with his whole heart. Yeah. It's like, she's my favorite person, right. but well, she, she has struggles. like alcohol. She's yeah. an alcoholic. Right? Alcoholic. She chooses the wrong boys. Like, she yeah. just, there's just so much struggle. She is yeah. the light of his light, you know, yeah. and, and that's wonderful. And then the actual love interest, she, Rachel, she is so uh, just chill. And great, not dramatic, like, you know, yeah. she's just, like, this, like, wonderful, beautiful person that is so compatible with him. Yeah. And they're so, you know, with each other. And you see her when she gets mad, she's very realistically mad. And, yeah. Um, and then you have the father-son dynamic yeah. of him, the father being very loving, but also giving words of wisdom and advice and yeah. being like, don't use it for money. Like, yeah. you know, I, I did it for books and all these things. And then... The realization that dad is dying and yeah but then also the complications of yeah you can't, oh, can't time movie, travel guys. You need yeah to watch that movie. and so so all these side characters they do so well with the yeah. big multitude of even like his roommate who's the playwright yeah and how like crazy he is or yeah. or the best friend who's just kind of like ah yeah, or, or his friend that um that he's a lawyer with yeah yeah that's what i'm saying the, uh, the like the funny guy you know yeah. um each person is is complex and real and yeah. Yep. But they don't have to have a lot of screen time. Yep. They just they complement each other so well. Which is so hard to do in a script. <laughs> really Which hard is to why do. when I was like, oh, this really cool yeah. concept yeah. has been written by the same guy who wrote that movie. Yeah. Well, and Four Weddings and a Funeral, um, kind of, it, it has a garbage third act, but they do a good job of making the characters very three-dimensional as well. A ton of different kind of characters, and you actually really connect with them, Yeah, and it's it's great. So um, yesterday something happened where, once again, I think the photo, the focus was the Beatles. Yeah, I think you're right. And how much they are, like, so amazing because, like, all the elements and everything yeah. is, like, uh, don't use this name. Right. Abbey Road, what does that mean? You know, yeah. all these kind of, like, little winks at the Beatles. And... I yeah. Don't know. It's just, yeah. No, I agree. I think all the side characters, and even like the like Wilson from, um, yeah, yeah, uh, new, new girl. girl. Yeah. Uh, Winston. Winston. Yeah, not Wilson. <laughs> Winston. Uh, what's the real actor's name? Uh, Lamar. Lamar. Something. Old Lamar. His scene, although it was like somewhat funny for yeah. like, oh yeah, it's, it was insane. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. But it's like okay. Yeah. But it's like that was like another classic example, like where like that scene of him playing. Uh, let it be in his parents' yeah. living room on the piano is what I wanted all the movie to be like. Yeah, that scene with Lamar is everything I didn't want the yeah. movie to be like. Yeah, and it was too much of that stuff and not enough of the other. Um, so I think it really is like someone's like parody of like what the industry is. You yeah, know, it's like the industry just yeah. like doesn't even yeah. treat like humans yeah. and yeah. stuff. So I feel like they missed the tone. Yeah, they missed the theme. Yeah, for sure. Even if you change the theme, change the tone. Yeah. Or change the tone and kept the same theme, whatever. Even if you wanted to make an homage to the Beatles, like 
change the tone, get rid of all these horrible side characters. But then again, all these like side, they were trying to tell too many stories in one movie. Yeah. Um, which is something I see all the time when I go to film festivals. Um, and I think regularly we try to be too clever as storytellers and we create, we're like one story isn't enough. Yeah. So we're going to tell five different storylines. We want to tell the story about how this guy wakes up and he's the only one that knows the Beatles. Oh, but we also want to tell the story about how there's two other people who also know <laughs> about the Beatles and he's constantly worried that somebody's going to find out. Yeah. Or that's even actually a separate story. These two other people know and they're trying to get a hold of him. Yeah. And we don't know why. Yeah. And eventually we find out because they wanted to say thank you. Yeah. Be- who wouldn't travel all the way from Russia and track him all over the world to say thanks about writing the Beatles? Whatever. Third storyline is he's worried that other people might know. Yeah. And he's constantly feeling bad that somebody's going to find out that he's a liar and a yeah. fraud. Oh, but we also have the storyline of him and his high school, middle school sweetheart that they've never gotten together, but they should and they should totally be in love. And oh, that's also a storyline. Oh, let's also tell the storyline about how he doesn't like fame. Oh, let's also tell the storyline about how the industry is horrible and managers are horrible. Publish, pu- you know, the publicists are horrible. All these people are horrible. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. no. Oh, and we also just want to then just talk about how great the Beatles are. Yeah. It's like way too much. <laughs> way too much. It's way too much for one movie. Also, it, it's realistic that he's not madly in love with Lily James, <laughs> <laughs> the most beautiful woman in that island, that town. <laughs> <laughs> who's like helping him with every single thing in life. Like, gives him a ride everywhere Yeah, gives him a ride. It's like, ah, what? <laughs> that just, yeah. Like, so uh, that would be, yeah, I'd say lessons to take away. Make sure you get a good theme. Yeah. If you do want to make a theme about how amazing the Beatles are and that they're like gods, well, then at least make sure you get the right tone. Yeah. And if you are, once you get the right tone, also make sure you don't, um, overcrowd your main storylines with all these other storylines that don't matter. Yeah. Like even like I said, that movie I would not watch it again on Netflix. I would watch it again on Netflix if it didn't have the storyline of the Russian and the random lady from yeah. England trying to track him down. Yeah. That was annoying to me. I th- and if they got rid of the manager being like over the top. Cartoonish. She was like a human cat. That's what she was like. It just didn't even make sense. She like, you know, I uh, you recorded me. Yeah. And I take most of your money. <laughs> and then I give you a little bit of it. And then I give you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I can I can be fine with all the other two-dimensional characters, but, like, and I like her. She's a funny She's actor. She's great. She's great. But, like, she should not have been in that movie. No. Uh, That was horrible casting on their part. I think the problem is it's a funny SNL skit. Yeah. That character. Yeah. It does not play well because she kind of tried to do that in, like, Ghostbusters. She tries to do it, like, in all her movies. Yeah. Well, it's, and like, it's just all she knows flat. how to do is that. Yeah. And it's, like, she needs to learn how to be a serious yeah. actor yeah. who has a, an undertone of, of humor. A.K.A. Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Kristen Wiig is really good at playing yeah. serious roles. And she's yeah. the funniest woman alive. Yeah. So. So, yeah, she needed to be gone. Yeah. Need, I mean, it could still be a woman. It just needs to not be her. Yeah. Um. And I'm even fine, like, all the rest of that story, like, I could, I would bump it up, like, two notches. Yeah. Or a notch and a half. If they changed her to a normal human being yeah. and got rid of Lamar, that whole scene just needs to go. Yeah, yeah I And mean, then stop changing the stuff, like, hey, Jude, to hey, dude. Yeah. Uh, 
like all that all that stuff it's like no like if you're gonna pay homage to the beatles yeah make it to where everybody's like i love that yeah because like hey dude is horrible yeah nobody would like that even now that doesn't make any sense yeah also that's another thing sorry beatles not that music's gonna be popular now. Like that scene where he's in the pub and he's yeah. first playing, no one's listening. That's realistic. Yeah, I I would have loved the movie where he like gets in, he's the Beatles, and he's like, "Oh, this is great," and he's playing and he's getting nowhere, yeah. and it's like no one cares. And then he really should have like just uploaded his music to like like you know SoundCloud or something. Yeah, and then that's when the hits. Yeah, coming. the stuff hitting it on the internet I thought was yeah. clever. Yeah, like I thought that was cool. So yeah, there's there's definitely elements I think where at the end of the day about time you know they're like this is the power of love, of like it enhances life and stuff like that. You could have shown that with this is the power of music, enhances love, enhances yeah. friendship, enhances food. That you know, and just kind of have this nice beautiful wrap up of like the things that people enjoy the Beatles with. Yeah, you know, where it's like going on a first date or it's like showing these little elements of, of how life connects. You know, and they're all listening to music and yeah, you know, it's a nice little wrap up. Um, and then he could have done the Lada Day or whatever with all the children in the classroom or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but just kind of a nice bringing it back to the celebration of the Beatles yeah. instead of him leaving his whole. I mean, that's another thing she keeps telling him. Lily James is like, you cannot give up on your music. Music is your whole life. And then she says, you can't love me and be famous. <laughs> and so he gives up music. And yeah. Fame. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, and I mean, uh, I guess he's still singing. Yes. But <laughs> no, that's true. The third act. Oh, my gosh. I mean, uh, yeah. When he when he has the concert and he sings all the songs and then finally in front of a real live audience, because this is this was actually yeah. like an Ed Sheeran. That's one of the reasons they got Ed. Uh, OK. Um, it's because he had access to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to an actual 90,000 extras. And so he goes up there and he says, you know, puts Lily James on the camera. Yeah. He's like, I love you. Well, no, first he says, I lied. I didn't write. No, this, I didn't write any of this music. Yeah. Boom. You're done. You're canceled. <laughs> yeah. No one's talking to you. Yeah. No, you know, you don't get another word. Yeah. They're booing you off stage. You're canceled for life. But what happens in the movie? But then he goes, "But I'm uploading it all for free <laughs> right now." And everyone's like like they go from booing to like, "Yeah." And then he's like, "I love you, Lily James. I always have." And so then she's just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and she leaves her boyfriend. She leaves her boyfriend, who's like cool with it, which there's a random lady <laughs> yes. who he ends up with. Yeah. I, there had to be like Ugh. an extra hour that they just cut out of oh, this movie. Yes. No, that's true. They had to have. Oh, man, that third act. Oh, I, for, I forgot. It's yeah, from that moment, from the concert to yeah. really the end, it just yeah. is a burning trump. Uh, mm. a burning a burning dumpster. No, I think actually from from the concert where he's releasing his music on the beach. Yeah, where he's like, help me, help me, help me. And yeah. then they come in. Yeah, and... from from like that moment, not not yeah. him singing, but even from before that, like when he's nervous and stuff, really what is the third act? Yeah. Because like that's when the two people that have been trying to track him down. Who well, they, they get him the after the concert. Well, I know, but yeah. I'm saying like during, like at that concert is when they come up. Yeah, because he has the press release. Yeah, and, and he has, yeah. Uh oh my gosh, yeah he has the press conference. Everything in the third act just needs to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, yeah. Him announcing to ninety thousand people that he lied and is a fraud and he stole music from everybody. That's gonna go over well. Yeah, and especially in the online because Twitter guess what world that we all live those in. people are gonna look online. John, you know, all those people he just said, and they're gonna be like, 
these people don't exist. We, I mean, they, or they're gonna find him, and uh, John Lennon's gonna be like, "I didn't write that." Yeah, music. exactly. All those people are like, no. And he's like, "Oh, this random guy. He stopped by, and we had a beer together the yeah. other day." And it's like, no, this guy clearly wrote these things. He is maybe mentally unstable. Yeah. And Lily James is just like, yeah, I trust you. <laughs> yeah, I believed in you. I believe you. You keep mentioning things that don't exist. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. If all of a sudden I was like, no, you guys don't know this movie? I swear. And you'd be like, I think you need to go get checked out. Yeah. yeah, which is where like, which is why you can't do that in this kind of premise. No. Which is where it's not grounded anymore. Yeah. You know, it's like if you want to make a good grounded movie about time travel, you can't go around telling people you can time travel. Yeah. You know, like it's like that doesn't work, you know? It's like you can't you can't go around telling people, "Oh, actually these other guys that wrote this but they don't exist because it was in a different time and like when this happened." You know, like insane. Nobody, yeah, nobody's insane. gonna believe you. And now it's a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Instead of a It'd movie It'd be about like music. me saying to you right now, "I didn't write my book." John, John, you know, Druckenmiller or whatever. <laughs> Not, that's a real guy, but <laughs> we love you, John. You know, John Smith yeah. of Northern California wrote. wrote it. And you're like, what? Yeah. Who are you talking about? What? Uh, I just say, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you look it up. None of that information yeah. there. Yeah, and I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Is this some publicity stunt? Yeah, exactly. Nobody would believe him. Yeah. He could come back later and be like, just kidding. Yeah. And everybody would be like, okay, that was weird. We still love your music, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. I thought yeah. for a hot second that he was going to get, like, shot. Oh. I really, really thought with the Russian premise. Yeah. When you first saw the Russian, I was like, oh, he's going to go, like, mad and, like, like kind of become yeah. obsessed with him. And then that would be kind of like he was going to be, uh, our main character was going to really love fame. And like continue to do yeah. it, and then he gets shot, and then that's the moment he's like, "Yeah, I love Lily. I oh. love her more than yeah. I love this." I'm life. glad they didn't go that way. That would have been controversial. It would have been really controversial. Um. So, anyways, shot in the eye. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we finally got to talk about this, uh, <laughs> because I've been wanting to talk about it for a while. Yeah, this is a movie I really wanted to like, and Allie. I know that you liked it, so I'm sorry you had to listen to us bash. I think movie. she agrees with a lot of the premises that uh, we would say. I am a Beatles fan, so I will say it did reinvigorate my desire to listen to the Beatles yeah. for the last few weeks. And I do think he does a pretty good job yeah. singing the songs yeah. overall. Um, so, I mean, that part's all good. And, of course, as we like to say, whenever we bash somebody else's movie, making a movie is really hard. Really hard. Getting the rights to the Beatles music, yeah. I can imagine, is only extremely difficult. Yeah. Getting people like the different stars that you had in this movie, all hard. So to Danny, all you guys. I bet this came down to editing. I th I mean, and the script. Because if if I mean it, that third if act, they did have script. if they did have like something else in the edit, you know, in the trailer where it did have an yeah. actress, you know, who knows? They might have had like a completely different movie, and they were like, oh, we need to edit it down for time, and let's make it as like. Yeah. Financially rewarding as possible. Yeah, maybe. So, I don't know. Well, it was a pleasure. Hopefully, uh, we won't make a movie that we want to bash as much as yesterday. Yeah. By taking these lessons that we learned from this movie and not doing them ourselves. Yeah. All right. Well. Till next time. I was going to sing a sing a Beatles song, but I don't know them. Once again, don't care about the Beatles. Beatles, coffee, all the things that most people love, the garbage. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next week. Bye. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.